0: You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Welcome back to the Horizons Church Podcast.
1: Guess who is with me again? Hello. <laughs> I, I love that you laughed anyway, and it was not funny. But like the whole atmosphere right now is funny, so I oh. make out with non-jokes.
0: It's, it's Ethan, in case you can't tell everybody. Hi. It's Ethan. Here again. Womb to the tomb That's us. Right. We're friends like that. And this is how podcasts go when we're together because we just can't help ourselves. Sorry. Hope you like it.
1: <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I genuinely did. hope you like it. It's very fun. We really fun. do. We
0: we want you to, to be helped and, and find this an enjoyable auditory experience. Or at least smile. Yeah. You know. At least. <laughs> so anyway. We, uh, uh, our transitions are so killer. We should do a workshop, a podcast workshop on... How to transition from your opening awkward, awkward humor to your yeah
1: sermon done our <laughs> sermon, sermon done seminar w- workshop whatever <laughs> you need to talk now here oh you know it's a
0: it's a special day
1: is it it's a
0: special day do you know why Ethan Bolton no because today this is the first episode that comes from a question
1: we oh. received oh. In the inbox. Nice. I thought it was like a holiday, like a lesser no, no, no. holiday. A lesser holiday, like, like um, uh, ship captain's day or something ship like that. Ship captain's day. You know, not. that's that's a holiday I want to celebrate. Me too.
0: Though. So do I. I want it. Is that question oh, no. about ship captain's day? Mm-hmm. It is. It is not. Okay. Um, I tried. The here here is the question. It comes from David Hate, who Hello. Um, is based. Did you say hate? Hate, like haters, gonna hate. I but it's, love it. It's spelled H A I G H T. Well, I mean, as a millennial, <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> I love the last name
1: hate. <laughs> that's,
0: yes, yes, yeah. Okay. it's a good one. That's it's good. a good one. Uh, he's from the uh, Hampton, Virginia area. We we actually we go back a ways. He oh, I, nice. Yeah, went to school together. Very cool. I so, love. But he submitted a question, and this is his question, which which we are going to discuss and and try to answer today. How important is reaching young single adults versus married people with children and families to the church's mission.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty, I thought we we're going to say like church's longevity or something. The church are getting I like mean, more that's, important. I going to say, you
0: know, that's a, <laughs> if you don't have the young people, then yeah, I mean, you're, you're kind of interesting. Yeah. But that is a, um, I do think that's like legitimately a pertinent question that probably needs to be, thought about and thought through in today's context um so here's where i'm coming from and, and ironic that you know the two people that are answering this question on this podcast are uh you know i mean i guess i'm married now right. i was i was just and married, i have noticed that i'm not married <laughs> that's Ethan. he's single just just so you know yeah i picked up on Everybody that, that. <laughs> but here's um this is I think this is all anecdotal. I have no scientific data to back this up. I don't
1: like science. Um, That's that's a joke. I do. (laughs) Got to clear that up right now. (laughs) That's that's a good good clarification. Um,
0: Anecdotally, anyway, just just looking at um, just observations I've made, being you know in the church Mm -hmm. most of my life, and um, I I read a fair amount about what churches, especially in the West in America, are doing and Mm -hmm. what they're thinking. Um, philosophy of ministry, kind of stuff, and there does seem to be a bit of consensus that the young—I don't even know if I want to actually add the modifier "young," but like the the single adults—I mm-hmm. do think feel like they aren't given like there's there's no place.
1: Uh, that's a good way to put it
0: for them. Does that yes make sense? Like, um. And, and I also want to address, like, I think there, there can be a false dichotomy that arises from this. Like, well, either our church is going to be all family-oriented or we're going to make it our mission to just reach singles. And I think—
1: well, That's toxic.
0: Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're if you focusing on one more than the other, you're getting into—you know, like, it's not an either-or. I think that's maybe just the first clarifying yeah. i say. It's not an either-or thing. Yeah, I think right? if
1: you, if you jump on one ship— uh, you you at least stand a very good chance of causing damage. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: yeah, so I do think again this is an anecdotal, okay, observational. Um, that's what I just said earlier that I think there is a place where where, where singles feel like that there there's there's no place to set their feet in most American churches because. Um, you think about like series on relationships and marriage i mean how many of those go through a church's calendar right and with with no credence to the fact that there may be singles out
1: yeah in the congregation i mean that's that are, that's like a popular topic
0: yeah immensely popular um and tons of books written about it yeah um tons of <laughs> tons of podcasts and uh sorry you know um conferences um and, I mean, I think it's it's massively important to make sure, I mean, God cares about the family unit. That's something that he established. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to have families in your church. You need to help them think through biblically how to relate to each other, how as a family they relate to um, the church and the community. Um, you need to help parents think through what it means to parent biblically, what children, what it means to, you know, love the Lord and uh, what it looks like to... <laughs> be a child in, in a household yeah. but i think there is a tendency to overemphasize that particular demographic uh, to the detriment of singles i mean yeah. you think that's is that I, is that a
1: fair general I maybe do. overgeneralization? like but, there might be exceptions that roll out there but i think that's very true um and i do think like
0: here's here's the thing because the, the, the bottom of the question he's asking is, how does this relate to the church's mission? If, let's focus on singles for a minute. If the whole goal, because um, one of the things that I, I get when we, when we do talk about, and I'm talking about the church in general, when they do talk about singles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the goal is like, and maybe not explicitly stated even, but the goal is, Let's get these singles married. Oh,
1: I've heard that. You know,
0: um, and not a bad thing, right?
1: Marriage is not a bad thing. That <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I think it's an easy statement that yeah. many people can agree with. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, marriage is not a bad thing. Wanting to be married is not a bad. That's thing. not a bad thing either. Inherently, I mean, you can you can make an idol out of anything, but yeah. you know, that's another podcast for another time. Um, but I do think that if. The whole what 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 we're saying when we're talking about singleness is, hopefully, you know, like you just you need to get married. Like that's like singleness is a phase to grow out of. Yeah, that's offensive. And that, I think, what we implicitly communicate is that singles aren't whole people. You know. Does that make sense? Yeah. That like, oh, well.
1: That's so sad.
0: Singles can only be sanctified up to a certain point is like, I think what, you may not mean that, you may not be saying it, but that's. That's the message you're actually sending. Right. Like implicitly that, you know, well, you can be sanctified so much, but like the real sanctification (laughs) happens when you get married and have kids Mm. and therefore we are going to focus
1: on that demo and like okay I'm gonna be devil's advocate for just a second yeah, so. so so we don't get like an angry letter yeah, yeah. Here. no please please um when you exist in a family unit no matter what position you have in that mm-hmm. unit it is like it's it's got to be me as like someone who does not fit this bill it's got to be infinitely more complex because now you yeah. have to relate to people and in, in a very personal way on a very regular basis mm-hmm. and no oh goodness so yeah. It's going to be way more, you know, difficult in certain capacities. So, like, yeah, you can you can get all the all the help you can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that I'm done playing Devil's Advocate, <laughs> I think you're driving a really good point.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think like from the standpoint of Scripture, um, when Paul talks about singleness and marriage in First Corinthians seven. Um, he says the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife. Um, His interests are divided. And like what he, what he's getting at there is that, I mean, there is a unique vantage point for the single person to contribute their energy and their life to the kingdom of God. That um, I mean, families are, Contributing to the kingdom, right? Um, marriages are, you know, are meant to be a reflection of the gospel. are meant to be a reflection of Christ's relationship to the church. That's Ephesians 5, 6. I'm blanking on that chapter right now. You can look it up. Um, but there is a unique position that I think, I think the church, um, like, we're, we're missing out if we're not saying, you're a whole person single like you you like you're you implicitly even if that's what like if you're implicitly saying singleness is a stage to get out of as soon as possible Mm -hmm. um again you're implicitly i think you can be wading into waters that uh that they that remove a whole like a potential group of people that want to make a difference that want to do some like amazing work for the kingdom in their spheres and like You've, we we get them so worried about well I got to get married that they, you know yeah. they're they're not doing that does that does that make sense mm-hmm. you know what I mean yes and it's I don't know it's just that's that makes me sad too like to think about like the folks that will will um feel like their singleness is like a curse or something mm. does that it might make sense you are making sense you know um. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on on that? Like the.
1: I think, I'll, well, I think another thing to keep in mind when you're kind of like pushing these people uh, implicitly, um, like you said, to get out of that stage of life, you're pushing them towards marriage. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just restating a lot of what you said, but. Not only are you are you pulling them away from opportunities. Honestly, you're kind of disabling them in some ways. Maybe even emotionally, um, mm-hmm. they feel like they're not equipped to do X, Y, Z because they're not
0: yeah. married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so you kind of like screwing up their like current state of uh, potentially anyway uh, helpfulness and and usefulness and you know benefit to the church. Um, but also that could be a very extremely unhealthy mm-hmm. way to start stepping into a relationship yeah. because it's suddenly not so much about the other person. It's about you and your position and your relationship status. Mm-hmm. Not to say you can't still fall in love, but right. it's not it's not the most ideal way mm-hmm. to step into a relationship because it, so it can cause problems pretty much on every front here. Right. Um, and, and like you stand a chance of missing out on something really good yeah. and like while unmarried and, and so do the people who could stand to benefit from that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, let's think about like all of the, um, all the missions work that's been done across the world by people that, you know, I mean, they weren't married. You know, like, it's like, are they not, you know, contributing to the kingdom? Like, are they less sanctified because they aren't married? Apparently, Um, It's like, you know, at least the implicit message that I think can come across. Um, And the the whole, I I think part of this, and this is, again, just like a cultural reading. So I don't, you know, if there's data behind this, I'm not sure. But I think part of this is wrapped up in the idea that, um, you know, it's just part of the good, you know, American dream oh, that, you know, like you, you're going to get married and have your two and point four kids. You know, everybody jokes about that. Everything 2. you 4 just said kids. makes me
1: so sad. You know?
0: Um, and, I mean, like, I want I, to reaffirm again. Like, okay. having families, it's good. Certainly. God cares about the family. And the church needs to care about the family. Um, I think I'm coming at this the way I am because I feel like we— what we need to think through more, and I'm saying this as somebody on the inside of this, is how do we, how do we fold people that are single, are whole? You know, they, they bear the image of God on their own. You know, God is who makes them whole, not a spouse. How do, how do we fold them into the, the community of the church and the church's mission in a way that says, hey, like, if you fall in love and get married— that's wonderful, that's awesome like we want to provide opportunities if, if that's your desire to do that within the context of the church that's yes, we're celebrating um but we also want to affirm the fact that you're a, you're a whole person and that you have you you are uniquely positioned where you are in life to do things that nobody else could do um that and that God may may be maybe asking you like may give you opportunities that he can't give to. Like what Paul's saying there, you know, like the, the married man, his interests are divided. He's, he may not even see those opportunities. And I just, I, it warrants more of a conversation, even like more of one than what we're having on the podcast, you know?
1: Right, right,
0: yeah. Um, Because I do think it's something that just, I I don't know, I, I didn't even really think about it much until, you know, I was, I got this question, I'm thinking like, huh, like how, how is that? And how important is that?
1: Yeah.
0: And it, I mean, it seems to be pretty important. Um, I would hope so yeah and uh, and it, 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 it's like I, I think it even reinforces the fact that everybody who trusts in Jesus loves Jesus and uh, is willing to follow him has a place in I mean in, in, you can almost say this the point where it's become kitschy but I mean you really you have a place in the family of God um, because here's the other thing in the new creation Jesus said they're neither married nor given in marriage you know yeah like what we even theologically I think what we see is you have like in the Old Testament you have like a really 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 strong tendency toward people like oh everybody's getting married like i'm gonna like you know abraham sends (laughs) his servant like go like all this way back to my homeland to find my my son a wife right i mean all over the place and like all this stuff um and then in the new testament it starts moving toward you know marriage is good but if you can remain single do that Mm -hmm. because it affords you unique opportunities in the kingdom and
1: then we move to
0: new creation
1: and there's no marriage that's very interesting um Wow the insight that would seem district. to imply like an enormous amount of importance here yeah um, that it's I don't know now that you put that in perspective it's almost alarming that yeah. we give no attention. <laughs> yeah uh, um, and so again like I think it's a, it's not
0: um, if you want to get married and something Paul said like you don't do wrongly to get married and the church right. has the role of equipping the family to um, reflect the image of God within their the context of their family the community how they interact, but um, singles are whole people who have these unique opportunities, and you know the. It seems the flow of history is taking us to a place where, you know, yes. that's not the end. The marriage is not the end goal. Mm-hmm. You know that's not the, and I think again, we just we've unintentionally and implicitly, um, we can come from a place where it, where it it can feel like. Have the appearance the of doll. Yeah, yeah that like marriage it's, is the goal. It's the goal, yeah. Right, like that's the and and I'm sure, you know, I like you know I'm sure nobody in a position of church leadership. and I'm not talking just I'm not like Horizons. I mean like just church leadership, big C church. Nobody would actually say that, and nobody like explicitly yeah. believes that. But like, I just I think it goes back to the importance of like what we're saying how mm-hmm. we're saying it and the emphasis that we're putting on like if every single series you do on like relationships or um family has to do with like marriage yeah i'll be you know, like, sleeping in. You know what i mean like that's okay no now you've you know yeah Kind i get rambling and uh but yeah that's the absolutely I, I think that's so I, I think in answer, <laughs> the long way round is the shortest way home, is the old, uh, <laughs> as, as C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien said. I take I I'd answer questions in a really long way. We go wrong. I think having an awareness of both the fact that you will have, you should have healthy families, and you should have singles in your church should influence your mission enormously, I think, Yeah. um, to answer the actual question. And I think like
1: when you have that situation um, where the church is doing these series or diving into this content about marriage and relationships, um, the very real uh, fallout of that situation is that the, the single human beings sitting in those chairs, like, how do you feel? You know, like, that's – it's awkward. You feel like a spectacle. It, it, it suddenly feels like everyone knows that you're single. Yeah, like you're going to – so when are you getting married? And, like, <laughs> it, it, it very – it has a very real chance of it um, fostering, like, this sense of shame mm. and and embarrassment about something that – that is so freaking stupid <laughs> to feel that way about that. It's like – it's so um, – uh, it's very unfair and uh, mis- misguided, I think. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of what you set up or inadvertently you can put people in that situation. And that is, uh, that's disappointing, you know? Uh, yeah.
0: And I think even, and so here is, here's another reality too. Just, John, while we're hopping all over the place. Yeah. um I do think that there is a role that, I don't, I'm trying to think through like what the church's involvement in, for lack of a better term, setting this up would be. But, I do think there is a reality of if you are a single adult, let's say, you know, you're in your mid-20s, young professional, um, like we have community groups at the church, right? That, Mm -hmm. you know, we we hope that if you're, you know, single and you don't have, you know, your own family, quote unquote, of your own, um, that, you know, well, you find a place of community and belonging here. But I think there's another place where it's not just that, but that, like, the family units within the church um, can really be a place where, if they were open to it and like a, a single person was struggling with this feeling of um, homelessness is not the term I want to use, but like this feeling it communicates of Communicates the sentiment. Yeah. yeah. Um, that those family units could play a role in like providing that person with a place that says, hey, you're. You know you're not alone. Like you know yeah. you're you're not just a face in a crowd. You know you you're seen and you're loved and you're a whole person and um, you know you're welcome to uh, be with us, even if you're not married. Um, and uh, I just I, I think that that's that's something. Once again, repeating myself a fair amount, but it's something like which it it would behoove us to think through this as as churches um as as people like as individuals within the community of the church um because that's uh here is something that i i couldn't tell you what's what studies to look but i'm sure if you google it you'd find it um the data does show people are getting married later and later really yeah um getting married that's
1: that's heartening
0: (laughs) yeah much later much older um which, you know, you could interpret and say, well, it's just, you know, just that's just immaturity, or it could mm. be maybe we need to, we just need to at least think about, I'm not saying it's the answer, but at least think and talk about, like, what it means for a single person to be whole and figure out, like, how they
1: contribute to... Do you think... I cut you off there with my yeah. hand motion. That's okay. Um, That's you know. <laughs> thank the, you for
0: the thank you for the auditory cues yeah. so that
1: people understand the- um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you think that this this like potential um, trend of being married later? Do you think that is um, that younger demographic feeling more okay and more comfortable um, being single in contrast to generations that came before, where people got married, sometimes at alarmingly young ages, if you look back a few hundred years.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean...
1: I, are we becoming more comfortable with that? Are we feeling more uh, justified in who we are as individuals?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, Say so without any of the data in front of me, if I butcher this, somebody can fact check us, but I mean, I, I, you have to think a little bit of that plays a part. Um, and whether, now I will say this, at least in the context of um, worldwide culture, whether that's for good or ill is yet to be <laughs> determined because it could be that that's um, well, we talk about this sometimes as a church staff, even like the self esteem kind of um, movement that kind of, I, I guess, def- I don't know if I'd say defined our generation. It's a hallmark, but um, you know, this whole um, you can be anything and do anything Surprise. you want. And it's like, you know, suddenly reality smacks you <laughs> in the face. And it's like, well, no, I mean, that's not, the truth (laughs) um you know um i mean there is a there is an enormous amount of opportunity in the world to be yeah be you know try things and do things but you know i mean the reality is like if i don't if i don't have a good voice um i can't be a singer like i can sing but i'm not gonna my career is definitely not gonna be a singer unless it's 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 a big old practical joke on me, you know, and everybody's having a good laugh at my expense. So I do think there may be part of it where, you know, like I said, like some of it is in a healthy way, it would be being comfortable with the fact that I'm a whole person. And especially in the context of scripture, you know, I reflect the image of God. It's, it's, uh, knowing who I am in him that makes me whole and defines me, whether I'm married or single, um, And then there could be the unhealthy flip of, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want and I'm cool with that. And it's like, ah, well, that can can lead you to (laughs) unfortunate places um, depending on how you, you know, look at it. So, yeah, I I do think that that probably it has to, I imagine. Mm. So, yeah, I do think that um, if I were to say anything – and I'm saying this as a, you know, young till recently single person that as a church, what I think we, when we're talking about the mission of the church, what we um, could stand to do is at least think through how we talk about singleness and how we approach singleness. Um, Because I do think we do a fairly good job of reaching families. And I mean, even look like, you come to Lost Creek Horizons Church and you see the kid's space. It's amazing. Like, I want to be the kid again. I want to go in there, you know? Um, so, I mean, I think we have, we're, we have a good good grounding and our feet underneath us on that. But talking and thinking through the, the whole singleness thing, and especially in today's age, I think we really we need to be having conversations about that and rethinking that and how we approach it. Yes. If for the sake of those who are single— and are you know whole in that, and uh, for the sake of the church, because mm-hmm. I think uh, the kingdom is really like there are unique opportunities there.
1: And yeah, I would double stamp that.
0: Double stamp it. Double Ethan Bolton's double stamp trademark. It's not worth much. Ethan Bolton's double stamp. Put that on a graphic and
1: no, don't don't do that. Love
0: it. I will. I will. Well, that's that's it. Thanks, Ethan. Yeah, for having this conversation Absolutely. with me. Absolutely. I do, you know, I feel like, I feel like I kind of, I talked a lot on, you know, why. It, I that, wanted it, you to
1: it, lead. Wow. Like that, hardcore. That's, yeah. Like please, Come on, guys.
0: <laughs> Just Thank you, Ethan. Mm-hmm. You're, you are a wonderful, wonderful human being. Bless you. And hey, guess, you know what? This episode was brought to you by a question from the inbox.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Mr. Oh, Hate.
0: What? David Hate. Thanks, David. You're the man. Yes. And you know, listen, next episode. Many episodes to come. Maybe they are brought to you by your
1: questions. Ooh. What? 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 Yeah, that's... I think it was more powerful before the third what.
0: <laughs> you kind of <laughs> get them with the repetition, man. Okay. You know, if you have a question, send it to where, Ethan? Where do they send it?
1: I don't know. Because <laughs> I've never sent one. But I'm sure it's a good and catchy email. It's
0: podcast at horizons. Church.net.
1: There see, you go. You no. Know. Yeah. You clearly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're done. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.